Hey guys, Steven here. I hope you enjoyed part one of our top 22 most anticipated movies of 2022. Here's the second part of that conversation. Remember to please like the page on Facebook at What Have We Been Watching Movie Podcast, on Instagram at What Have We Been Watching, and subscribe wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or Google Podcasts. All right, let's get back to our show with our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2022. Alright, so my number 10 is a movie that you guys might have a little bit higher, maybe. It is Bullet Train. No, not on my list. Or on either one of your lists. Do you know what this movie is, guys? Again, I've, I've heard of it. So, <laughs> this seems like a really um, unique movie by David Leach. And um, basically, um, I believe it is a... I'm just going to check it, but I believe it is a remake of a, of a foreign film. Um... But what really has um, kind of grabbed my attention is the premise and the cast that comes out in April. David Leach directing, basically what the plot is. Uh, it's based on a novel, sorry, not on a remake. It's based on a um, on an international or foreign novel. Um, and basically, the premise is five assassins find themselves on a Japanese bullet train, realizing their individual assignments are all interconnected. The cast. Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, oh, Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson, Logan Lerman, Michael Shannon. Um, I'm excited. I, I think that it's got a lot of potential, this movie, to be a fun action yeah. thriller type movie. It seems to me like the style and the and the, the fight choreograph could yeah. be very similar to something like John Wick, and that gets me really excited. Anytime Sandra Bullock and, and Brad Pitt are on the same screen together, yeah. that's enough to get me excited. Uh, by itself, but I think this could be a, the next blockbuster in action movies, and uh, yeah, I, it's it's a movie that I wanted, I, I'd love to see a trailer for. I think there actually might be a trailer yet. I just haven't watched it, but based on the concept, yeah, uh, there isn't a trailer out. Sorry, but based on the concept and 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 what I've seen of the movie, it, it's enough to get me really excited. And I think that it's going to have a u- really unique style, being you know based on a foreign novel. That uh, David Leach is going to translate to an American audience. So. Yeah, no, I, I this just completely. I I might have actually had this on my list. I just completely missed it. Yeah, yeah. I I'm interested by this because I remember hearing about it and I just didn't chase it up. And Brad Pitt's on a, a resurgence last few years. Ever since yeah, no, he's, he's been great. He's uh yeah, and in everything like producing as well. He's been. Yeah. He's been unreal. Been on fire. No yeah. letter. Any thoughts on this one? Um, I'm just excited to see Logan Lerman in more stuff. I feel like yeah. he deserves to be more. He's Michael very as well. underrated actor. I feel like. Um, but yeah, I actually looked into this and I completely forgot about it as well. Like it was a movie that I was like, "Oh, that sounds really cool," yeah. and then just completely forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, so um, Massey Oka from Heroes fame, Bad Bunny the performer. Uh, it's 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 got an interesting premise, interesting cast. So we'll see yeah. whether they can put it all together. Uh, David Leach in April, but that's my number ten. My number nine is a movie that was on Oliver's list a little bit earlier. It is Lightyear. Um, and I'm excited for this movie because uh, I, I love the Toy Story movies to death. Mm. Um, this was a movie that seemingly came out of nowhere. I don't think anyone was really yeah, anticipating no. it or necessarily wanted it. But it's got a really unique premise. Now, Doobie, you said you're you know skeptical and, and you've got doubts about it. But it's an interesting story that you know this Buzz Lightyear toy that we've grown to love over the course of four Toy Story movies and he's been a part of so many kids' childhood. Well, in the Pixar universe and in the in the Toy Story universe, he was based on a real-life astronaut. Now, of course, 
when you think of a light year movie, you might think that they're going to translate the old animated show from the early 2000s into a movie. Uh, but no, this is taking place on a, on a supposedly real figure in this Pixar universe, played by Chris Evans, who is, you know, light, light year, Buzz Lightyear, and he's got his team, and they're going to go to space and, um, you know, try to go to infinity and beyond, hence the, hence the saying. But I just thought that, you know, I love the Toy Story movies, and I don't want to see anything, you know, negatively impact their legacy, but I don't think this movie is capable of doing that. I think that this movie has the potential to, you know, expand the universe a little bit more and give us a unique story and show us, you know, the individual. I think it's a it's a unique concept by Pixar because I don't think anyone ever expected a movie like this to come out. And I think this could be a movie. It could go really wrong, but it could be a movie that really puts Pixar back to the mainstream attention. And Noletta, you mentioned the fact that Pixar movies are not getting released in cinemas. I bet you this one comes out in cinemas. Yeah, I, I bet you it will be as well. Yeah, so. I, I feel like this movie will make so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I love the Toy Story movies. They are a massive part of my childhood. They're even a part of, like, me being older. I mean, like, we all grew up with those movies. So um, I was a little bit skeptical about this movie as well. That's why I had it a little bit lower on the list. But um, I really hope it's good. Like, I really want it to be good. And the fact that, like, Chris Evans is playing Lightyear, I think that's really cool. Um, but, yeah. It's interesting, though, because you say that, you know, we, we all mentioned the fact that Disney seem, or Pixar seem to be turning out these sequels yeah. and they're not as good. But this isn't really a sequel. This seems to be a lot of it's creative. It's a prequel. And ori- yeah, it seems, seems to be more creative and <laughs> it's original. It's an origin story. Existing yeah, no, so. I, I agree with that. Um, it's just... I I'm just I I just don't know if it needs to happen. I'm like yeah. I'm glad for like hardcore fans of Toy Story that you know they get to see this character again and whatnot and and all that. But just I just don't know if it really needs to exist. I said the same thing about Toy Story Four, and I I like. Toy Story 4. But it's the weakest of the four. Yeah. 100% it's yeah. the weakest of One, the four. Yeah. yeah. But at least this will be different yes. than Toy Story 4. Absolutely. All right, we're moving on to number eight. I don't expect this to be on any of your list. No, I've never seen any of these movies, but Doobie has. Um, Creed 3 is my number eight. I've seen the first one. Oh, you yeah. have seen it. Oh, yeah. sorry. I, I, I haven't seen the second this, one, though. And the Rockies, yeah. yeah. This no. would have been in my top ten, but I wasn't 100% sure that it was going to get released this year. Well, apparently it is supposed to be... Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. He's making his directorial debut in this movie. Wow. And um, mm. that's what excites me. There's not a huge amount about the plot, but it's going to be very interesting because... In the last movie, so when you look at the two Creed movies, Creed 1 is a fantastic movie. Second one's my favourite. You like the second one better? Yeah. I really like yeah. the second one as well, right? But the first one, when you think about it, is the up-and-coming fighter. Yeah. It's like the original Rocky. It has a lot of parallels to that movie. Um, Rocky Balboa is the, you know, the the mentor figure, the coach of, of Adonis. Yeah. The sequel, Creed 2, really... You know, is inspired and is kind of the sequel to Rocky IV. Yeah. It's got the Drago, you know, it's got the inspiration of Apollo. He killed my father. I'm going to fight his son. So why, why this movie excites me, I still am a little bit cautious, but this movie really excites me because no Rocky Balboa, which I don't know if the movie needs to exist without Rocky Balboa. That's a different story. I, I think this is, even though it's Creed, it's still going to have some Rocky in there. Yeah. It is the Rocky story. Um, but now it's Creed's story. And now he's going to be 
It's not going to lean on anything from Rocky. He's going to be finding his own way. It's it's just like Michael yeah. B. Jordan's going to be finding his I, own way in his directorial debut. Yeah. A lot of different, a lot of interesting elements in this movie. I yeah. want to see like the real struggles in this one. Yeah, like, I think, and that's I what think I think this one has did. the potential. Yeah, a lot of struggles. See, he does, but I think that without Rocky. Let's see. Let's see. Like, exactly. He's going to have his own demons that he's going to have that real emotional. No one to lean on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, so I think I, 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 it has the potential to be really great. I know that I like it. And to carve its own path away from Rocky a little bit and yeah, make his own legacy. Because Creed yeah. 1's a great movie. Creed 2, I like it a lot. A lot of some people don't. You love it. I love it. So, I awesome. but Creed Free, we'll see if you lean without the involvement of Sylvester Stallone. So yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm very keen. The only reason it would have been in my top ten, but I just wasn't hundred percent sure that it was going to get released this year. Well, I don't know if it's even started filming, so it might not. But it's currently on slate of the year. Yeah. So see, we'll when see. I when I did the list, I basically anything that was in post production, I put on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anything that said like was still filming, I tried to steer clear of it, unless it was something that was. Basically, a hundred percent coming out due to yeah. Yeah. So that's the only, that would have been in my top ten, maybe maybe not my top. Five. It would have been close to my top five. Fair enough. Awesome. Um, cool. No letter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I loved the first movie, and I just never really got around to watching the second. Guess, who, but guess who's going to be going back and revisiting all the Rockies? I know it'll happen. Yeah. 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 I know it's happening. Get ready, because I'm excited. <laughs> I just like a good boxing movie in general. No, no, like Rocky, they're great. But yeah. yeah just, so I went to the. Well, I tried to find the Rocky steps, but they were being renovated when I was in Philadelphia. Yeah. So we kind of walked past them, and there was all these big fences next to them because yeah. my dad's a massive Rocky fan. Mm. So um, we tried to go. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. He will be. <laughs> all right. My number seven is a movie that you had earlier, Nolan. It's The Flash. It was your number nineteen. It's my number seven. And mm. do be not on your list, but. Uh, so, again, we're talking about DC, we're talking about their track record and how, let's be honest, when it comes to any sort of movie, how much can you trust a DC creative? Ezra Miller, wasn't a huge fan of him in Justice League. I liked him in the Snyder Cut a lot more. I think he's um, a very good actor. Mm, I think he's great. Yeah. He plays a very different Barry Allen in terms of the character, but the thing that got gets me really excited about this movie, and to be honest, I almost put this ahead of the Batman, which hasn't been on our list yet, because you've got... Affleck coming back in his final role as Batman and he reckons it's the most fun he's had and the best scenes that he's ever done in this movie as the character and Keaton coming back for the first Mm. time in 30 years as Batman um, from the Tim Burton universe and that gets me really excited but this movie is based on the Flashpoint Paradox and what that storyline does in DC is it changes the universe it resets it everything sort of gets reset and let's Mm. be honest and and that was one of the ones with other than Crisis of Infinite Earths in the DC Comics and Laws that introduces the multiverse. Now, people might say when this movie comes out, they're copying Marvel, but DC did it years before Marvel in the comics. So um, they're going to do that storyline. They're going to have multiple Flashes, multiple Batmans, but they also have a chance in this movie to reset the universe to how they want to do it. And let's be honest, we talk about how much of a mess and how much trouble DC's in at the moment. This movie could potentially give it a fresh start and an exciting way in the future. I think... Yeah. Um, I think that Ezra Miller had a role in you know writing the script and, and getting his character down um, for this movie and uh, I mean it's going to be interesting to see because we've got the Flash show and it's been a very popular show for so many years how they make his 
it's been different, but I like the way it was done in the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut. It was very unique, yep. that style, in terms of action and how um, they, they managed his, the speed force and, and how he ran and, and those effects. You've got Michael Shannon in this movie. Um, obviously, Keaton's back, Tamora Morrison's back. He continues his renaissance. He's back in this movie as well, Ron Livingston. So there's a good cast. Um, as I said, you can never be sure in a DC movie, but if this is the one that's truly going to pave the way forward to a connected universe for DC in the future, then it's important that they get this movie right. I'm a fan of Ben Affleck's Batman, regardless of the movie he's been in. I think he's a really good Batman, and it's going to be great to see Keaton put on the mask after 30 years. And that you know that original Batman movie, I don't think gets... Again, a little bit like the original Spider-Man, but not to that effect of what it did for the MCU, but that movie, when it came out... People were lining up for weeks to see that original Batman movie. That was a huge blockbuster when it came out. So I think there's going to be a lot of excitement to see Michael Keaton return to the character yeah, of Bruce Wayne. Definitely. Oh, so. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm very, I wouldn't have been excited for this movie if I hadn't have seen Snyder Cut. I feel like, although I do love Ezra Miller as an actor, I have a lot of respect for him. I think he's a great actor and... Um, I feel like he just plays a very different flash than I'm used to, so it took me a little bit to kind of yeah, get used to yeah, the tape. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Um but I mean like talking about great people and fantastic beasts, like he's one of the good ones in, in that movie yeah, and, and then I don't think he was good in the oh, sequel. Oh really? See no, I think he was yeah, still good in the sequel. He's all, I think he's alright in the I mean he's, I think he's great in the yeah. first one. Yeah. But um and then Perks being a wallflower, yeah. absolutely phenomenal in that movie. Um, but yeah, so I'm very excited for that. I don't, the only thing, I don't know if Flashpoint is the perfect first movie for a Flash movie, but I guess that's where the DC had to go. That's the only thing, that's That's the only reason why it's a bit, a bit lower for me, but yeah, I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, definitely the Snyder Cut got me more excited for Flash Mm. than what I would have been. All right, so my number six is pretty high on my list. I'm really excited for it, but I expect it's going to be higher on some of your list. It's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. It's my number 10. Higher on my list. Your number 10. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll talk about that when we get to it. That's my 10 to 6 done. Doopy, you just mentioned your 10. It's Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. What's your number 9? We'll talk to that when we get to it. Yep. Sorry, just going to get my list up again. My number nine is Spencer by Pablo Oroin. Yeah. See, I was going to have this on my list, but then I was like, oh, it's kind of come out before we've done this. Well, it comes out officially this weekend. Yeah. So that's why I I put it so high. Yeah, Um, for me, it was a very, very serious. Yeah, it was kind of like Nightmare Alley for me. I was like, oh, is it... Yeah. Out or is it not? But um, yeah. yeah, I'm very keen for this as well. Yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, by Pablo Lorraine, who made Jackie, which is a very, very good movie. If you haven't seen Jackie, definitely check that out. Great movie. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it yet. No. It's if you watch, if you want to know more about the Academy family, yeah. uh, Bobby by uh, by Emilio Estevez. He's directing. It's a, a small movie, really, really good. JFK, one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life, and and Jackie is a fantastic character yeah. study. Which Natalie Portman, I don't know who won the Oscar that year, but maybe she should have. She, she didn't is, even show up. Uh, she got nominated. She didn't even show up. 
Oh. Steel's a great movie. Oh, was, yeah. And the stone one. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, that was that's a, a tough year. It was a, that's a tough, and I think Amy Adams arrived. Yeah, that, she that was, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't even it know if they made the right choice. Flutterling is one of my favourite movies of all time, and I cannot definitively say they made the right choice or the wrong choice. Yeah. I think they're all that yeah. car. I, I, I was happy for Emma Stone to get it. Yeah. Put it, put it that way. Like, I wasn't, I wouldn't have been like, oh, I would have preferred this person or this person. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Spencer by Pablo Lorraine. Um, obviously stars Kristen Stewart as um, just Diana. Just Diana. Uh, I love Kristen Stewart. I think she's a great actress. And I'm so excited for her to get her Oscar nomination and for people to finally shut their mouths about her and Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm actors. here for this. Well, let's, <laughs> yes. let's just great. wait and see how the Batman goes because let's say it looks good Have in all you indications. Have seen his other movies though? Even if that's bad, he's still a great in other can, movies. Can you let me finish my thought here? <laughs> let's, what I'm saying is let's see how the Batman goes because... It, by all indications, it looks like it's going to be good. But if it's not good, he can be in all the independent movies in the world that he wants and be yeah. good in them. But the mainstream audience aren't going to see those independent movies. So let's say the Batman's terrible, then people are really going to hate Rob Harrison. But I hope no. it's not. I don't think it will be. So I don't think no, that'll no, be a problem. No, 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 no. But yeah, that's what yeah. I'll say with that. So, but yeah, just like Christian Stewart, she's she. I'm sure she's been great in a lot of smaller movies, but we haven't seen oh, her in yeah. a big big blockbuster film for a while so oh, I'm sure she'd come like back honestly eventually. she was good in the first twilight movie and then they kind of went a bit downhill from there she, but she's not like, good in the husband <laughs> no, I, I, I saw that movie but anyway i spent it yeah um well i'm i'm really excited for this uh i can't pronounce her name claire mafon is the cinematographer of this she was the cinematographer for a movie back in 2020 called Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is, in my opinion, one of the best-looking movies ever made. And that's one of the big aspects of this film that's getting a lot of praise, along with Kristen Stewart's performance. Yes. And, yeah, this, like, um, to be clear with anybody who goes into this, don't go in expecting a life story yeah. about Princess Diana. This basically takes a, takes place across, I think it's, like, a couple days... It's more so seeing it's a moment her in time. It's like Jackie. Yeah. yeah, it's more so like her struggles. Like she, like she can't even like go downstairs and have something to eat without someone having to watch her, which mm. is just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like if it's anything like Jackie, I know Pablo Lorraine will make it very accurate in terms of what he's going with, with like, like as realistic as possible with the. Characters. Well, Jackie's one of the best character studies I've ever seen. So I, that makes me more. I really excited. like Jackie. That makes me more excited for the the movie. He's, he seems like he's a uh, an actor's director that can get the best out of out of. Well, you got the best out of Natalie Portman. Yeah, so And 100%. by all accounts, he's going to get the best out of uh, Kristen Stewart in this uh, in this one as she well. She's the so. favorite for best actress. Not She's, anymore. No. Um, uh, Nicole Kidman's Nicole coming Kidman. for being yeah. the Carter. So it's going to be an interesting yeah. battle there. Yeah. I'm excited to check this movie out. I. I, I, the Royals I have a mixed history on you know what I, how much I respect uh, the Royals, but oh, Diana. See, so, I but, love everything about the Royals. Yeah, like yeah. the crown is my favorite thing ever. But I'm Diana so for me was probably the yeah. most down to earth yeah. Royal. So yeah, exactly. it, gets, it gets me excited. Yeah, and I, like when I when I saw the casting for the movie, and then I saw the like an actual picture of it from the movie, I was like, 
It's like, what? I was like, she looks completely like different. Yeah. 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 So, makeup and all that. I think yeah. it'll, it'll I'm clean very up keen. the Oscars. Yeah. But yeah um, pretty excited for this. And that was your number nine. Yeah. Uh, number eight is Red Rocket by Sean Baker. Um, nope. <laughs> Don't know what it is. <laughs> nope. Uh, this, this is another one of those little indie films, I guess. Um... But yeah, uh, Sean Baker directed Tangerine and The Florida Project. Um, I'm yet to see Tangerine, but I love The Florida Project. That movie is wonderful. Um, but yeah, it stars Simon Rex. Uh, one thing I will say going, going into a Sean Baker movie is basically his movies are very trashy. Uh, like the plot of this is about an ex porn star. Yeah, I just looked that up. I was like, oh wow. Mikey <laughs> Saber or Saber decides to crawl back to his hometown, uh, to his hometown of Texas City, where his estranged wife and mother-in-law are living. Just as this dysfunctional family seems to be making things work, Mikey meets meets a young woman named Strawberry, working at the cash register at the local donut shop. So basically. Yeah, going going into any Sean Baker movie, they're very low budget, and they're very trashy, but they have so much heart for such trashy characters, he gets such good performances out of his actors, and I can't wait for this movie, because I just, I adore the way that he makes movies. I don't know anyone no. in this movie, I don't know anyone that's involved <laughs> no. in making the movie, so I'm just this, 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 is, yeah. this is the one movie on the list that I knew no one would know anything about. So I have nothing to add. I'm so Let's keen. hope it's good, because you've seen it a lot of I'm so keen for this movie. I can't wait for it. Uh, but yeah, that was my number eight. <laughs> number seven is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Tower. Ah, yes. Which is on my letters list at number yeah. 20. So, um, <laughs> this obviously stars Nicolas Cage. This is as Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. It just sounds so great. The plot of this movie <laughs> is absolutely insane, and I'm so happy that it's happening. Mm-hmm. When I when I heard that it was coming out, I was like, "This can't be real." I, I have to be in some sort of dream. <laughs> I saw the trailer. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly, it's like a movie where Nicolas Cage has to play famous Nicolas Cage characters or something like that. I don't know. I, I had it there just for, like, the fact that Nicolas Cage is playing Nicolas Cage, but I don't know the actual, like, um, full plot of the movie. Let's be honest, this movie's not winning oh, any man. awards, it's, but it's nah, going to be a fun it's movie. It's going to be so. the funnest movie ever. I cannot wait exactly. to watch it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, creatively unfulfilled and facing uh, financial ruin, Nick Cage must accept a million dollar offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous superfan. Things take a wildly unexpected turn when Cage is recruited by a CIA operative and forced to live up his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. Yeah. Uh, I will be disappointed if I don't get Vampire's Kiss Nicolas Cage in this movie. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'll say. I'm just very excited for this. Like, I don't know, it kind of has, like, the room vibes if like Tommy oh, no. was sorry oh, no, but no. like it's just I want Nicholas Cage to get attacked by some bees in this yeah. movie. <laughs> so, 
I'd, I'd love to see that. Or, or, yeah. or, 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 or him to dress up in a bear suit and just... It just kind of actually makes face. me want to rewatch every Nicolas Cage movie just to kind of oh, get like oh all no. the Easter eggs that yeah. are probably going to be in this movie. Just just like, go back and watch uh, The Wicker Man, um, Empire's Kiss, yeah. Yeah. Face, face Off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like the <laughs> classics. I mean... He's a hero of the generation. What is there to say about Nicolas Cage? It's going to be a fun movie. It's not making my top 22 most anticipated of the year, but hey, you guys do you. It's going to be fun. It's insane that like, he was in like so many recognisably bad movies, mm. and that's what made him famous. And yeah. now now he's in movies like Pig and Mandy that are actually great movies. I don't know, if he, I don't know if he got made famous from bad movies. Leaving Las Vegas? Come on. Oh, there's a few like yeah. that and like... Um, was it Raising I mean, Arizona? Yeah, that he was in. Yeah. Nominated yeah. for an Academy Award. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, he won. He, won. So, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he owed money on taxes. That's what I'm saying. He, he yeah, yeah. Owed money. That's why he started making if, these. If you want to see something yeah. entertaining, go online and look up some of the stuff that he bought when he was like loaded. Like I'm, the stuff I, like he bought yeah. a pet octopus for like a million dollars. Yeah. And like the first Superman comic book. Yeah. Well, he was going to be Superman. Superman leader. Yeah. But again, I he he came from a serious background like in terms of he's yeah. a serious actor then it kind of he has his good movies like I want Ghost Rider Ghost Rider <laughs> um, but yeah he's going to be in Multiverse of Madness just yeah yeah anyway um, that that was yeah. that movie I don't, do we need to spend more time <laughs> no 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 that's alright um, and my number six is I'm almost 100% this will be on my season list is John Wick chapter 4 it's not coming out this year, so it's not on my list. What do you mean? It got delayed till twenty twenty three. When did that happen? It happened about two weeks ago. So, um, why do you? So, do you want to pick a number number four? No, not really. No? Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, let's just say that uh, Jurassic World Dominion oh. is the is Kirby's new number six. No. All right, good. We're no. talking about that one. All right. No, no we're not no. watching number ten. It sucks. It's not coming out this year. It just no, recently got delayed. I'm so. not. I'm not watching Jurassic World. <laughs> Not even a joke about that. But uh, yeah, John Wick. It, it sucks. That it's I don't. Oh, it'd be very. I don't care if this is supposed to be a censored con- podcast, but fuck that movie. No, we've sworn quite a few times. We just so. got cancelled. <laughs> um. Just got cancelled. Okay, my number ten is the Batman. Oh, the Batman is horror modest. Oh, there we go. Okay. His number. Not on um, his list. No, it's thought, yeah, it was on the list, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, so, my number nine is a movie that was, I think, your number 21, which is The Lost City. The Lost City. It was a, a light. Yeah, movie. look, I have this so high because I I feel like it's probably going to be bad, but I really have high expectations because it has such good romancing the stone vibes. And that's what, why it could be good or good yes, or terrible. Yes, I know. I love romancing the yeah, stone. So, so that is up, like, you know how much I love that movie. So um, that, like, I just want this to be so good. And it has Daniel Radcliffe, and I feel like he is very picky with what he chooses at the moment. Character roles. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. So I feel like it kind of has to be good if he's picked to be in this like that's what's kind of making me a little bit more hopeful but yeah i'm very excited this like obviously it's like a um a romance writer gets sort of kidnapped and the person who is on who is the sort of character as the picture on her novel which i mean i don't know if you're very big in romance books but it's a massive thing where like 
people literally buy romance novels because of the characters mm. that are depicted on the novels. So that's why, like, I kind of love this whole premise. Like, the mm. fact that the person who's famous for being the, the act, like, the character on the novel yeah. thinks that he is this character and wants to try and save her. But then... And it's going to be one of those sort of movies like Romance in the yeah. Stone where the novelist who writes about all these adventures finds herself in that situation. Yes. And that's why one of the reasons why Romance in the Stone is such a classic yes. and holds up. And you've yeah. got the you know, Joe Wilde, a romance novelist. If there's stuff like that in this movie, it's going to be really oh, exciting. I know. Shane Taylor's really... been hit or miss for me. but Yeah, that's, that's the one thing. But I, lo- I do like Sandra Bullock oh, and Brad Pitt's in this as well. And yeah, as I, as I said, Daniel Radcliffe. So... It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully. hopefully. It's a great movie. I'm really wanting it to be good. That's why it's in my top 10. But so yeah, has not... all the elements that I love in a movie. Just hopefully. So it... the other movie that uh, that Sandra Bullock and Brad Pitt are going to be yeah. in together. Because yep. they're star and bullet train together. They're also going to be this yep. one. So, okay. so yeah, that's my number nine. My number eight is a movie that has also been on your list, Westy. And that is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yep. I want to kick us off because it's your number eight. It's my number twenty. Um, well, I mean, there's not really a lot that is kind of known about this movie yet. Obviously, it's a bit going to be a bit different because Chadwick Boseman obviously, like, unfortunately passed away um, recently. So, Letitia Wright as Suri is most sort of likely, most likely going to be. Sure. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent confirmed. Um, which, like, if that's the case, that's kind of got me very excited about this movie, which is why it's so high, because I really loved her character, and I feel like there could be some very good ways that they go about this, but then, yeah, also it's kind of like a Marvel movie that, yeah, it's definitely the Marvel movie this year I'm kind of least excited for, but... And I wouldn't say I'm excited for it. That's why it's one of the mm. 20. I love Marvel of Death. I think Black Panther is a really, really good movie, a really good origin movie. I still think it's a middle-of-the-road MCU movie. And I think that... Oh, the, see, I love the I don't Black think it deserved the best picture hype it got. Obviously, it's very diverse and it's a very important movie. Yeah. So I can understand why it did. Um, but I, I really like that movie. It was well-directed. Uh, Ryan Coogler is yeah. Matt Creed. Yeah, he's, um, a, he's, he's a good director. He's a really good director. And um, But where Black Panther, the original kind of lost it for me, was its third act. We have all the rhinos. And I the just battle. I just um, thought the action stunk. So, I really like. I love the villain. Um, yeah, again, a great villain, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan, who's probably yeah. gonna be back in this movie. Um, yeah. So I'm really. I'm, I. I. I think. Will? Sorry. Really? He's gonna be back. I think that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty much confirmed. Um, but yeah. I. So I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a very interesting movie. I mean. The problem for me is that the, the character of T'Challa is such an important character that I know that it's it's soon and I know that Chadwick Boseman was that character yeah. and um, he was so inspirational and, and great character on but it. But you but can't really blame Marvel for that. I, I'm not blaming Marvel happening, for that. Happening. But like... I'm saying that I don't think long term you can kill the character off. I think we've got yeah. to have it because he is such an important yeah, and but, vital character. I mean, they kind of... They can't really have some replace him. Not though. yet. In a couple movies, in a couple years, why not? Yeah. Dumbledore? But this, would, I mean, this was already in... No, no. It was pretty close. Like, they had already they had, sort of slotted to, a time de- slot they in. They had to delay it because they had to rewrite the script. The script was written yeah. with yeah. T'Challa. So they, but I'm not saying let's replace him now, but I'm saying he's such an important character 
in, in a couple movies' time, what I'd do in this movie, I'd say that he's missing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and after the but multiverse. By, by saying it's so definitive that he's dead, the multiverse could also bring yeah. him back if his character yeah. is dead. By saying it's so definitive he's dead, he got complications because yeah. he's such a vital character. And I'm sure that Shuri's going to come in mm. if she doesn't do a great job. But in terms of long-term storytelling, it would be... A missed opportunity if yeah. they if they take away the T'Challa character. Well, it'll be interesting to MCU, see what they do. I mean, maybe. And then yeah. Michael Biggs, what you mean? You could have yeah, two exactly, yeah. from a be... different universe and be good. Like yeah. you can do stuff like that, but yeah, I still think that they it's gonna it's not gonna be their fault whatever route they go. Yeah, down, no, but yeah. it's just not a it's movie I can be hard... excited for because of that. So yeah. it's a hard thing. Yeah, to yeah be very able. hard thing. Yeah, so, um, it's gonna be interesting to see how they approach it for sure. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, well that, what's your number seven? Um, number my eight. number seven is Nope. Pyre. Nope. Pyre, yeah, I <laughs> thought it would be. Not on my list. Nope. Jeez, go. No, it's your number six. Do you know what that no, is? I don't. Okay. Is that not a... Wow. Really? Okay. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. Like You'll it. know it when oh, we talk yeah. about it. <laughs> You'll definitely know what it is. Yeah. Um. So my number six is a movie called Where the Crawdads Sing. On your list. Um, so it's based on a book. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, which I'm actually reading at the moment because it's coming out this year, so I thought I'd start. It's been so, well, so sorry, can you Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, so this book was on the list of so every single book club was literally this was like the the book club of like the book of the month, like this book was huge. Um mm. Reese Witherspoon had it in her book club, Oprah had it in her book club. Like, it was absolutely massive. Um, it's been on my, like, to-read list for so long. Finally gotten around to it this year. But um, basically, it's based around... It's set in 1950s, 1960s, um, North Carolina, uh, sort of on the coast. Um, this It follows a girl called Kaya Clark. Um, when she's six years old, all of her family basically leave the marshes where she lives and she's left to live on her own in this swampland and as she when she becomes older a boy is killed who's from one of the rich families in the marshes and because she's this weird girl who lives on her own she's accused of being the murderer um so it's basically set in two timelines like it goes between her growing up and then also when the murder happens as well when she's a bit older in her 20s um but yeah like the cast is a lot of so there are a lot of people that are big in sort of like tv shows um so you've got daisy um oh gosh what's her name uh it is um daisy Daisy edgar Jones, jones so she was massive in normal people which um was a huge hit on like for tv last year um, you've got Harrison, who I think Harris Harris Dixon Dickinson, which who was just in The Kingsman, um, and then you've got another new person, Taylor John Smith, who was just in Sharp Objects. So you've got these this basically like really unknown cast, but I feel like this movie is going to be one of those real big sleeper hits because so many people loved the book that I feel like everyone, if they do this movie right then a lot of people will really love this movie as well. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about it. It seems like it, it, the concept seems cool. So, I mean, I'm always up for a murder mystery and someone that, you know, could be 
wanted for it and seems like it's kind of got that thriller kind of vibe still so yeah no that sounds sounds definitely sounds interesting check it out for yeah. sure when it comes out and when i know more information about it so oh, all right well that was your number six we may as well just get straight into our top five i'll kick us off my number five is probably something that's not going to be on your list but and to be honest i didn't know it was going to be on my list about a year ago but here i am and i the more times pass the more i've gotten excited for this and that's avatar 2 Mm, yeah, not on my list. I'm very hit and miss with this movie. I don't know how to feel about it. So, um, Avatar, when you go back and rewatch it, it's basically a story of Pocahontas. It's basically kind of retreads a lot of ground that we already know. Mm-hmm. But I remember back in 2009 when I saw this movie in the cinemas and what this movie accomplished and the fact that it's still, I know they're going to have to get re-released it top end game but the fact that it's still the highest grossing movie of all time says a lot because if there's one certainty in Hollywood it's that you don't bet against James Cameron you just don't do it because he is the the king yeah. of movies making money from the Terminator yeah. Judgment Day then True Lies then Titanic which was number one and then Alien. Avatar Aliens. I, Aliens I mean yeah he reinvented that franchise James Cameron I, I just don't doubt him. And a lot of people are doubting him for this movie. It's taken so long. There's so many sequels in development. The story, the actors, they've built on so much older. The story um, you know, isn't the most complicated in the world. But one thing that I really liked about the original movie, it's been so many years since I've watched it, so I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it, was the world of Pandora. I think it was an interesting, vibrant world. And, I mean, the way that James Cameron pushes technology, 3D was huge because of James Cameron, and no movie could even come close to replicating that experience in cinemas. It's an experience that I'd never had before, and I never had again. It was a must-see movie in the cinemas, and what Cameron's done and been doing in the last 10 years is expanding that technology. So I think this is going to be an event movie. I think this is going to be a must-see movie. I think that everyone's going to go to the movies and see this because I think James Cameron has the power a lot of people claim they're not interested. They're not going to go watch this movie. Oh, go see oh, everyone will go see it. I understand why, yeah. but they're going to go to the movies. I'm not keen. I'll, I'll go and see it. Yeah, same. One of the things that Cameron did in this movie, he taught all the lead actors and he got experts in how to hold their breath underwater for under over five minutes at a time. Why? I don't understand why, <laughs> because this movie's going to take place mostly underwater. But he's going to push the technology forward oh, yeah. for sure. And I'm really, really excited to he's, see but, what he's going to come without. It might be a train wreck. There's yeah. always that chance. That kind of gets me a bit excited that maybe they're going to go like the Atlantis yeah, they route. Are. It's yeah. mostly underwater. Yep. So they've gone Pocahontas so. for the first one. That's Second one will be Atlantis. So. Avatar, but also James Cameron is very ex- obsessed with the w- underwater at the moment. Yeah, well, he's... not only that, but he was the first person, like the first normal person to go down in the... Like in the Mariana Trench, yeah. down to the deepest parts of yeah, the, of the ocean. The yeah, he made that documentary after yeah, Titanic yeah. that took him years to do as well. So, but yeah, so he's yeah. like he's, literally he's, gone to the deepest part of the ocean. Yes, yeah. he's so. got to find a way that to make the not not the unit, but the he's got to find a way. Like what what he did good with the first one is that he made the world look spectacular. Yeah, he's got to do that again. Yeah, the thing is, people aren't going to go to this movie. Just for the visuals. No. I needs to do more with the plot as well. I think he will. Yeah. I, I've, 
As I said, there's one well, I'm not doubting him. He's, you don't bet against oh, him. He's an he's absolute genius, machine. yeah. Guy's a he knows machine. how to make money, that's yes. for sure. And so I, I think he's. I think this technology that he's bringing out, I think it's even going to push beyond his I don't know what to expect, but I think that it's going to blow people's minds. So mm. yeah. um, that's why I have a task for number five. Oh, I agree. Uh, my number four is a movie that you guys both mentioned. It was... Uh, Doobie 13 it was no letters 10 it is the Batman and mm-hmm. it's been 10 long years since we saw a solo Batman movie and the more time goes by the more I'm getting excited for it I have some doubts I've got to be honest with you Robert Patterson I think he's a damn good actor but in terms of the tone and what I've seen from the trailers he seems like he's taking an approach to Bruce Wayne that's very dark and very disturbed character Bruce Wayne is supposed to be the, the puppet the mask why Batman's a true individual. So that Bruce Wayne's supposed to be a little bit more positive. So I've got some doubts about that via the trailer. But the movie is rated PG, so there's not like the Dark Knight trilogy. So it seems like it could also have some lighter kind of tones to it. Mm. You've got Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. I'm really excited to see her and Batman's back and forth. I think that Patterson's going to play a really good Batman. As I said, Bruce Wayne's more my concern. Um, Colin Farrell, almost unrecognisable as yeah. the Penguin. Mm. That excites me. So does uh, Paul Dano. Paul Dano is the yeah. best casting of that movie, in my opinion. Oh, the problem, see, I love um, what's his name? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, as, yes, yeah, as, as Gordon. As Gordon is gonna be, yeah, is it? I'm really excited for that yeah. as well. Any circus will be interesting. As the Alfred, yeah, yeah you got you got plenty of interesting cast yeah. choices. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how this movie stacks against the Dark Knight trilogy. Since yeah, it's, so. Um, you know, yeah. and they said that we, we want to be the best Batman movie. That's yeah, it. and and I, I I really like Matt Reeves as a director. I love, the movies, I love his Planet mm, of the Apes. Yeah, movies. I do too. Reinvigorated yep. that franchise. Yeah. Yep. In terms of Paul Dano, the only issue I have there is that they seem to be mending both the Riddler and the Hush, and it doesn't seem like a traditional take of the Riddler, which. Gotham, a lot of people criticise that show. I really like that show. And the best part of that show was the Penguin and the Riddler. They were fantastic in that show. Mm. So Colin Farrell and Paul Dano, they're both very talented actors. They've got a lot to live up to, in my opinion. But I'm excited for the action. How can you not get excited for a Batman movie? It's yeah. not going to connect to any of the other DC movies. That may be a good thing yeah. um, at this point in time. Yeah, um, It's going to be interesting to see if Patterson can pull off both sides of the role. The supporting cast looks really good. It's There's a lot to be excited about come March. And... Me and Oleta, we're going to go and uh, rank every theatrically released Batman movie, including Adam West's 1966 Batman movie, before, and Batman yeah. and Robin, yep. before it's that happening. movie comes out. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I've watched most of them a million times, so it won't I'll, be too hard, but I'm excited, the only one I haven't sure. seen is Adam West. Mask of the Phantasm, K. Anderson mm. was too, the animated. You probably oh, yeah, seen haven't that seen one. that yeah, one either. So, but I'm excited. Come March, it's going to be an exciting time to, to see Batman on the big screen again. What do you guys think? I, I'm I'm keen for a lot of the casting and I'm not one to like brag about trailers but the trailers for this like they definitely get me excited I'm shocked that it's rated PG to be honest yeah but, well PG-13 uh, in America but still less than what the Dark Knight yeah, trilogy yeah. was so yeah fair enough yeah. so interesting yeah. that yeah that kind of makes me a bit like oh okay mm. I was thinking it was going to be a bit darker dark yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I hope it is I was yeah, maybe they're just opinion, tricking us. Yeah, see, what, what I've liked about the trailers is that uh, this is one thing that I don't think even the Nolan movies have completely gotten, and that's making Gotham look like this dark mm. sort of, you know, place, I guess. Yep. And this one sort of, just the look of it, 
I don't know, it's gotten me like pretty excited for it. Absolutely. As long as we don't see Batman in broad daylight, it looks terrible whenever he is. I just want to see him in the dark. It's going to be interesting to see the investigation skills as well. Yeah. It's going to be leaning more yeah. towards that than any of the other ones does because Batman in the comics, he's known as the world's greatest yeah. detective for a reason. Yeah. We haven't really seen that in film to this no. point. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the Batman was my number four. My number three is Thor, Love and Thunder. Higher on my list. Oh, we know what that means. <laughs> we know what that means. All right, moving on, and this is definitely going to be in Noletta's uh, portion of the list. It's Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and the Multiverse. Of that is my number three. I mean, where do we begin with this movie? The the trailer uh, at the end of well, spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, not really. Yes, I mean it's a trailer. Um, at the end of Spider Man. Um, yeah, I mean, they gave me what they want. They wanted not enough. They gave me what I wanted. Do- Evil Doctor Strange is here from what if he's in live action. That's plenty enough reason to get excited by itself. But he's going to team up with Elizabeth Olsen's character, Scarlet Witch, after the events of WandaVision, another show that I love. They're going to team up. They're going to try to stop the the multiverse and try to contain it after the events of WandaVision, Loki, Spider-Man, No Way Home. It's all been leading up to this. And Sam Raimi's back in the director's chair for the first time in a comic book movie since Spider-Man 3. He's got a lot to prove. The, the amount of potential that this movie has is unbelievable. You can have... So many different directions this movie go with. We don't. I feel like we don't really know much about the plot still to this, um, because it can no, just go so There's, many yeah. different directions. But Mordo's there. He, I mean, great actor. I can't how do you pronounce his name. I, you? Yeah, I, yep. I always butcher. Great it. actor. Um, He's great. He he's back. He's going to be a, a menacing threat. You've got Rachel McAdams back from the original movie. It's but gonna, at what extent? Exactly. Yeah. We don't know how that's going to go. Um, we see a wedding in the trailer. Yeah. You got Elizabeth Olsen. Yes, as I said, as, as a Scarlet Witch. So it's going to expand on these characters. Benedict Wong's back as Wong. It's going to expand on that original movie, and you know, the what Scott Derrickson was able to accomplish in terms of visuals and the mirror dimension and all those exciting parts of that original movie. And it's just going to go batshit and just explode in terms of just the possibilities of this movie are huge. And it's really a make or break movie for the MCU in Phase 4. This movie has to hit for this multiverse experiment to really be a success. I mean, it was great seeing what they did in Spider-Man um, in terms of the multiverse. But this is longer term storytelling. Um, it's going to set up the rest of the phase. And it's probably the most important movie in terms of Phase 4. And Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean, ever since his debut, I mean... He's just gotten better in the role. Infinity War was great. In Endgame, he was. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man, I think, might have been close to his best performance as Doctor Strange so far. So I just get really excited about it. You know how much I love my MCU. And, I mean, if there wasn't one other movie coming out this year, this would be my number one. But, um, yeah, Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, It's I'm really excited for it. So, no letter. It was yeah. your, it was, where is it on your list? Did you um, say? Number three. Number three, okay. Yep, Sorry. so I'm also so excited for this movie that the trailer just got me so keen i was like yes um but yeah i mean like you basically said everything that i (laughs) want to say about this movie i'm just like i just think this movie has so much implications for where the mcu will go after this and i cannot wait and I mean, as I said, they gave me what I want. I yeah. said it on the show, yeah. Nolan. I said it I six months ago, and they I gave know. it to me. I know. We said in, when we did when we reviewed What If, like we need that Doctor Strange in the MCU. I love it when they give me all that what I want to <laughs> Um I mean, it's not on your list. Oh man, it's. I mean, I'm guessing you saw the trailer because you yeah. watched Spider-Man. Sam Raimi interests me. That's the main sort of thing. 
because his entry, I mean, he's got a, he's got his style. Yeah, sure. I'm sure Bruce Campbell's going to be in this thing. He is. He's already yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's already confirmed. Yeah, nah, for sure. Um, yeah, look, he's the main thing, and he'll like he'll add his own flavor. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. he does that with like his his Spider-Man movies, obviously. Evil Dead, obviously, mm-hmm. most famous for Evil Dead, but. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. That is. Sure. Are you gonna watch this one? Are you super UFT? Are you gonna check this one? I, I don't know. I'll see. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, so that was my number two. So I've only got my one left. Do be watching number five. Okay. Uh, my number five. I always think I can get you off guard, but <laughs> <laughs> my number five is The Killers of the Flower Man by Martin Scorsese. Oh. Well, no, this is yeah, is no. this uh, Leo? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I just I didn't even know this was coming out. No, until I didn't morning. know. So yeah. it's in po- post production. Okay. Sorry, the uh, killers of the flower moon. Flower moon. Flower moon. I mean, it's a reunion that's going to be much anticipated. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously, uh, DiCaprio, Jesse Plemons, Robert De Niro, <laughs> Brandon Fraser. <laughs> seen everything. I think he's in the um. Brad Pitt, Tom McGuire one as well. Mm. What the hell is that movie called? This comes out in a year or two as well. Yeah. Yes, I remember reading that. Yeah, he's, he's oh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Nicholas uh, no, Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is also <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I just like, uh, you know, at the stage that Martin Scorsese is at his, life, his age and everything, you know, I get really excited for everything that he brings out because he is getting older and there is going to come a point where it is going to be the last Martin Scorsese movie. Um, in my opinion, he's in the top two best directors ever. Um, I that like there's I don't think that he's ever made a bad movie. I think that like movies like like when I'm saying that like Shutter Island is my least favorite mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese movie. I did not like that movie, so I can agree with oh, you there. I'd... And that's a movie that. A lot of people love and i really like shutter island as well but it's like something has to be my least favorite scorsese movie i love taxi driver i think the wolf of wall street is amazing i think uh goodfellas is one of my favorite movies ever what about his see, recent work what about the irish i love the irish mm-hmm. oh, yeah see I, mine is hugo i really like I hugo love as well hugo. Yeah, i think that is Hugo's a great, great movie yeah i the really departed like for me Departed yeah. I haven't seen that. See, yeah. I haven't seen yeah. a lot of his work. Yeah. I've only seen a couple, yeah. like There's, Wolf of Wall Street. Well, yeah. I, I want to get to the point where I've seen all of his movies at some point. Um, but obviously, it speaks for itself almost. It's just like, like I, I watched Casino recently. That was amazing. I watched um, Cape Fear. Cape amazing. Fear. Mm. Um, there's so much material there like, I think it's just amazing I think one thing we have to note apart from the fact that you know Martin Scorsese Leo the cast is great De Niro of course it's, yeah. it's it seems like it's the classic Scorsese yeah. cast is that this is coming out on Apple TV yeah I was so that's a big mm, thing where, well I mean well, you, went you know the Irishman Netflix, came out yeah. on Netflix my question is how many people have Apple TV because I, I don't I don't I feel like this, that's a very I think that this like a lot of people will get it I, I don't have it either yeah. so I think that I think they would have paid the big bucks to, simply to they definitely you know, get, to get school safety yeah. yeah and there's another movie I'll talk about Apple later can. which is also going on Apple so they seem to be upping their game they do I mean I, I really enjoyed Finch 
the Tom Hanks movie that came out just didn't yeah. make my top 10 when yeah. I was talking about a really good movie on yeah. Apple TV as well. So, yeah. um, well, I just got show. an iPhone so and I get ni- like three months free, so maybe yeah, I should yeah. time it yeah. just awesome. so. It's a small, easy movie. Yeah. All right, what's It's a Western. Is it? That's the only other thing I'll say about it. Apparently, that it's makes a Western, me more excited. I love my westerns. Yeah, which Martin Scorsese, I don't think he's ever made a western. Like most, like obviously, he's it's probably most why famous. He's doing it. Yeah, something different. He makes a lot of gangster movies. I feel. Yeah. Like. Well, his last couple of movies have been passion projects, yeah. like um, Irishman. Irishman. Um, Silence was a real passion project because he's like he's a very religious person as well. But um, yeah, look, it's a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. Anyway, right. yeah, enough. Number four is nope. 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 Yeah. So now I know what this movie is, and it was in contention to make. Um, at least when I looked at it initially, but yeah, there's a lot of it against it. So why don't you excuse? Well, off? we know literally nothing about yeah, this nothing. movie, other than other than the fact that it's directed by Jordan Peele and it stars Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. and that was but, enough to get me. But excited. do you know what? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's enough yeah. to get me excited yeah. for it. Like, the problem is that I didn't love us. So and I. Oh, see, I by, really did. I'll stand by. I don't. I, like I, us, I thought so. that it was very good yeah. I wouldn't say that I loved it but like I think this, Get Out's all the way up here Get Out yeah. and, and but I, I think Us see, is I think Get Out's up too. here Us is about here yeah I'd give Us a 7 out of 10 whereas I'd give Get Out I'd a 9 yeah. I'd give Us like yeah. a 5 yeah. 9 it's not, what? A, it's not that I'm bad not a, I'm not a fan of the movie I'm, oh I'm, my uh, gosh you need me, to watch so. have, how, have you only watched it once or yeah I've never gone back I probably I haven't gone back yeah I, I do want to get back and watch it I but obviously very talented real. individual George yeah. Peele so yeah I mean but yeah I mean another horror movie as well it's mm. interesting so it looks like he's just gonna stick with the genre which is yeah. definitely interesting I'm just hoping he can uh, hit the mark because I, I well, not just me that didn't like us there's a lot of people that kind of missed yeah. on that movie and yeah. obviously getting out's the one that's Oh, I mean, you know, one of the one of the best movies in the last ten years. Get out so, is just oh, absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Movie. Get out is like a high, yeah. as high as a nine gets for me yeah. without being a ten. There's one thing in uh, um sorry Get Out that I'd change, which I'll explain it when a in case time. someone wants to is listening and wants to watch Get, Get out. out that hasn't. And if yeah. you haven't, you need to watch that movie. So mm, I mean, I don't that's know if that's absolutely who has point, phenomenal. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm very keen for Nope. Like yeah. I just feel like I don't know. Jordan Peele is just a great, absolutely nice. great director. Your, so. number, your number seven. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, that was Nope. What's your number three, dude? Number three. So, dude, I'm literally... My top three, I'm still... All right. I'm just going to go. Number three is Poor Things by Yorgos Lanthimos. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was his number four. <laughs> nope. Ah, no. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Uh, so this stars Emma Stone, Willem Dafoe, Rami Youssef, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Christopher Abbott. Ah, yeah. Great. I hadn't heard of cast. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, director of Dogtooth, The Lobster, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, and most notably The Favourite. Know how much you love the lobster. I really loved the lobster as well. The lobster is a great movie. The lobster and The Killing of a Sacred Deer are both movies I'd give. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The lobster is incredible. And the favourites are high nine as well. I This was my number one when I came here today, but I decided 
It's the one that I know the least about. So, so the premise, upon drowning herself to escape her abusive husband, a woman has her brain replaced with the brain of her unborn child by her father. What did I just read? Yeah, yeah. look, that's... Have you... You haven't seen The Lobster, no. have you? You haven't yeah, seen... Yeah, so. I don't, you haven't seen a Yorgos Lanthimos no. movie. The only one that I think you might like is The Favourite. Yeah. I don't think you'd like Killing of a Sacred Deer or The Lobster. I think you would hate The Lobster, if I'm honest. It's a great movie. The Lobster though. is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but Yorgos is really what attracts me to this movie um, because The Favourite came out in 2018 and he hasn't done anything since. I want to see The Favourite. I was one of our mistakes. Yeah, favorite I haven't seen it yet either, actually. Favourite is excellent. If you like The Crown, then mm, you'll, yeah, you'll love it's The Favourite. It's right up my alley and it's I still really got to funny. it. And um, what's his name? Um, the guy who plays Beast in X Men. Uh, you tested me. He's, he's Nicholas in, Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah, he's he's in the favorite. Wrong. He's hilarious. But yeah, um, that's all I'll say about that. All right, poor things was your number three. What's your number two? Uh, number f- number two is The Northman by Robert Eggers. I'm sure, this is on no letters list. Yeah, it is. What it was it is on my number. Where did I put it? It is definitely in this section, my number four. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't make my list, but it was a contender. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just keen, like, I think this is a relatively, like, solid budget. Considering that Robert Eggers has, like, his track record with, like, low budget, I'm really keen to see what he can do with, like, a big budget movie. Well, he made the... The lighthouse would be at four dollars. So yeah. I mean, this one's going to be a much bigger. Exactly. Light yeah, that's, yeah that's, so. I mean, he made the witch and it, the lighthouse. Even in for, the trailer, it already looks yeah. like it has a bigger budget. Wait, when so. I saw the, tra- it looked like yeah. very. I like damn. Visually, yeah, yep. it looked very good. I actually wanted to see if he had the same. You have a look um, at that, but I basically will say I believe this movie, without looking at the synopsis, is about uh, you know, obviously in the Viking Iceland era. Iceland. For um, their Vikings. Yes. Um, set in the 10th century. He's after revenge for um, his wife that gets murdered? Ro- for, his father. for his father. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like a Hamlet kind of storyline there, but um, I mean, the cast is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So you've got what, like Alexander Skarsgård, you've yeah. got Anya Taylor-Joy, who, I mean, is in... The Return of Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, yeah. Nicole so Kidman. Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke. Yep, yeah. he's in everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, just i i'm just excited like hopefully even though like much bigger budget i just please give the guy full creative control to do whatever he wants i'm sure they did i I reckon they definitely did i i'm praying to god that they did it's the only movie i've seen is the lighthouse and obviously i wasn't a huge fan of it but i can appreciate it as a piece of art it just wasn't for me that yeah um But this one seems like it's something that I'm going to connect a little bit more to. Traditional yeah. kind of revenge tale. Yeah. Um, set in that era, the Vikings are, uh, you know, that's an interesting time to set a movie in. And, um, you know, it's getting a lot of buzz before it's even come out. Yeah. And it probably will be in the award conversation for the 2023 Academy Awards. Yeah. See, I'm a bit worried because so. of how early in it's the year that it's coming yeah. out. And I don't know if it'll get forgotten later in the year. I hope not. I hope not either. Because well, we'll have I to see the quality of the movie first, guys. Right? Yeah, yeah it's, but it's I mean, he's got a pretty good track record. I'm, yeah, like, no, really we don't. <laughs> I only see one big movie. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Matter of taste. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But I, I can I can see that Robert Eggers is a talented director, but only seeing The Lighthouse and, you know, 
as I said, I, I feel like this is more down my val- yeah. my, my, See, my you know what personally, I personally I love in. the witch more you might because that's more it, yeah that's yeah. more up my alley because it's yeah. all like I don't know kind of like the Salem witch trials thing but yeah. not also not really it's, but yeah, yeah like it's one of the only movies ever in my opinion to make witches like yeah scary yeah. because it, it's there's yeah. Yeah, There's it's some very, he's a very good director. But that's why I couldn't put him in my top 22 because I haven't yeah. seen enough of his mm. work. The cast is, yeah. as you said, phenomenal. So it's going to be interesting when it comes out in April. But um, mm. yeah, yeah. It, we'll see what kind of impact it makes because this movie, for me, is uh, one of these you know independent filmmaker that's got a bit of a high budget. It actually could do decent at the box office, I think, this movie. Depending I hope so. Going, but I, I, have a ba- I have a bad feeling that this will be this year's The Last Duel. Mm. which I haven't seen but I love a, a very apparently very it's good movie, movie that nobody yeah. went and saw. Yeah. So, I feel like that's I don't know that's a bit what a cinema is at the moment yeah, exactly. like unless it's a big blockbuster no yeah. one's going to see it yeah exactly alright well that was your number two Noletta we've got some of your top five happening already but what is yeah. your number four my number five is Don't Worry Darling which was in Doopy's list. Was number, uh, number 17. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so, I mean, the main reason why I'm really excited about this movie is, well, I mean, it's a psychological thriller, which is always exciting to go into. But, I mean, Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde. Like, I mean... I love Booksmart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> me too. Booksmart is such an underrated and yeah, great I, movie. I, I like, it's better than Superbad. Yeah, I think it is too. It yeah. is so good. I've, I haven't laughed that much in a movie in so long. Yeah. So I have a lot of high hopes for Olivia while doing directing yeah, this. So do I. Um, but, I mean, Florence Pugh, like, she can do no wrong at the moment. Oh, she agree. is just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Harry Styles is obviously a massive name in terms of music. Um, he's been in a couple of acting things, so this will be his first real big acting. I mean, obviously he's going to be... Oh, maybe I shouldn't spoil the end credit scene for Marvels, Dunkirk. He's, but... He's good in Dunkirk. Um, yeah, well, I haven't in, seen in Dunkirk, his, his so yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yes. I haven't watched Dunkirk. Um, but from basically what it's about kind of set in the 1950s Florence Pugh plays like a 1950s housewife where they're living in this kind of like experimental utopian um like community and she is a bit worried that there are disturbing things happening at her husband's job like where he works so that's kind of like the basic synopsis that we've got that's all we've kind of got to go on you've there's been like kind of mini teasers of what it looks like but um yeah, I feel like those are the main things to go yeah. off to get excited about. Came out of nowhere for me, like when mm. I heard it was coming out, because I was like, I was like, oh, straight away, like Olivia Wilde. I found out it was a psychological thriller, mm. and I was like, she directed like Booksmart, which is really funny. I love the Blu-ray for Booksmart. I love it. Yeah, I loved it too. Um, See, I haven't seen Booksmart. Olivia Wilde, I haven't seen. I don't think is this her directorial debut. She no, Booksmart. Booksmart. She made, did Booksmart. She? Okay. Yeah. As an actress, I've kind of hit or miss with her, so yeah, I'm interested to see her in this. I mean, same as Harry Styles, he's unproven. So for me, the cast: Florence Pugh's great, Chris Pine's really good, um, and Gemma Chan. You know, yeah. I've been coming from Eternals as well. Mm. It's an interesting. It, it looks like it's going to be an interesting movie, but I'm not yeah. convinced by looking at this cast. Florence Pugh is probably the actress at the moment that sells me. Yeah, go, yeah. They're, they're yeah. Anything, going yeah pretty much anything yeah. she does i'm like yeah. i'm there she's, i'll watch it yeah she's like uh she's like the joaquin phoenix to me mm. if yep. they're in a movie i'll just go yeah because i know at least i'll get a good performance out of them yeah 
Absolutely. All right, well, that was your number five. We know your number four, which was... I. Uh, what was it? <laughs> 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 I know number, we talked about it. My number, number three was Doctor yeah. Strange. My number two is something that was mentioned before as well. And that is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Oh, yeah. I forgot that it's apparently a two-part. Yeah. This, uh, so I'm... My number six and Doobie's number yeah. ten. So yeah. it made all the way to top ten. The only movie, I think, to make all three yeah, of our top ten. Yeah, all three of ours. I mean, I'm so keen for this movie. I like I've watched the first one recently for Spider-Man, basically. Mm. Um, but then I've actually watched it again after that because I was like, I love this movie so much. I need to watch it again. Um, so I'm very excited to see where the sequel for that goes. And obviously, this is a part one of the sequels. But um, the director has come out today saying that each universe they kind of go into is going to have a very different art style as yes, well which, which i'm we saw really in the yeah the yeah yep. very different art and style. that just makes me even more excited for this because the art style for like miles morales's world in spider-man was absolutely phenomenal and yeah. and just seeing all the characters come in and like yeah so i like i don't know i no matter what this movie does, I'm just keen for it. It's one of my favourite Spider-Man movies ever, so... Yeah, it is my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just very excited to see where it goes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm buzzing for this. I, I love the first Spider-Verse. Um, but that unique art, art style we've never seen yeah. before and you connected to that. Yeah, I'd like to see... I, I hope that they... Not just like Spider-Verse. I don't know if any of you guys saw the Mitchells versus the Machines last year. No. That was from the same people who made Spider-Verse. Lord and Miller. Had a huh? Lord and Miller, Lord and Miller. Uh, yeah, yeah, they must have made I it think Bill so. Lord and I don't something know. like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that very they good things the about their well. animation. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make Solo, but they dropped the. I loved the, the Lego movie. So, I thought the yeah. Lego movie was good. So, yeah, cool. so that's what's happened. Yeah, they made the Lego movie. But um, yeah, for me, Spider Verse. So Spider Verse, I think it's a great movie, and obviously we talked about it recently, and obviously I had you know. I love the Tobey Maguire movies and the Tom Holland movies. So I think it was number four or something on my list. But I reckon it's a great movie. Um, I think that the advantage... So there's pros and cons to this sequel for me. And I, I'm really excited for it. The cons, I don't like the part one stigma. I think that we could oh, we see, could say that. that after the movie. I think we, we go and see... They can do a cliffhanger, but I don't know if I like the part one title there. That's just a nitpick thing. Um... The other thing is that, again, lightning in a bottle, can they create it again? I'm sh- I hope they can. They seem to have a real good grasp of the, the characters. But that kind of leads to a positive because, uh, for me, um, the weakest part of Spider-Verse is the villains, and I've talked about this before. I think that um, the Lady Doc Ock was cool, but, and, and Kingpin was had a, was good, but we didn't really get character arts from them apart from him wanting to save his family. I think now that we've got the... the concept of the multiverse out there, yeah. and now that you know Spider-Verse, No Way Home, Doctor Strange is coming out... A lot of people have a lot more understanding of the multiverse. They don't have to, you know, worry explaining it, which they did so well yeah. in that first yeah. movie. Um, and they have the, you know, the origin stories of Mile and stuff and, and Gwen out of the way that that creates so much potential for storytelling and to tell different stories. Spider-Man 2099 yeah. is a great character. Um, yep. So is Spider-Man Noir, um, which we saw in Nicolas Cage. But other than Nicolas Cage's... In the comics, there's a much more serious noir version. I kind of want to see him go to a more serious noir world. There's so much potential, as you said, the different mm. worlds, a different style. Yeah. Imagine them going to a noir world. Imagine them going to Jake Johnson's world. You've got so much possibility there. Well, Jake Johnson's going to be 
back. I'm yeah, he's pretty back. sure. I'm, so I'm, yeah, I'm so sure they will, will go. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I have a feeling Nicholas Cage yeah. will be as yeah. well as yeah. As, well, um, I think Noir. that Spider Verse really um, up the game, and then Marvel were like, okay, mm-hmm. we need to up mm-hmm. our game, and they did that with No Way Home. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I now agree. this is their chance. To, to sort of yeah one up no yeah, way home try and yeah and I, as I said I think that instead, and it's all good for yep movies, like, oh, <laughs> it's all good for Spider-Man oh, basically <laughs> you don't have to do the Miles Morales origin story you don't explain the multiverse so you don't have those limitations of where the, exactly the story can go yeah. in an hour and a half time you yeah. can really expand it but as I said I just want to see more focus on the villains I want to see them a little bit Obviously, the focus remains on Spider-Man, but I think we need a little bit more depth in the middle. Mm. So that's my big problem with Spider-Man. Yeah. So, um, which you know, it, they're fine. They're not bad. The villains, they're just not the focus of that movie. But I yeah. think you have more chance to really get because it's the multiverse as well. Different styles of the character, like we got with the female Doc Ock, yeah. she was cool. Yeah. We just didn't know enough about her, so yeah. we can really get. And even like Chris Pine at the start of that movie yeah. is fighting the big goblin. Like the big monster green goblin. Mm. Let's see more of that stuff. That's what I want to see in this movie. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I feel like we might get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, for sure. All right, well, that was your number two. That was my six, and it was uh, Doopy's number ten. Let's get to our number one most anticipated movie of 2022, and I think you think guys know. I know, know what yours is. It was my number one last year, yep. and guess what? It's taken the... <laughs> it won't be next year, because it's coming out this year. And Are you sure? It comes out... <laughs> At the start of June, I think it is Elvis. And, I mean, I was in isolation last week um, due to, you know, the COVID situation at the moment. And I watched Love Me Tender, Elvis Presley's first movie. I put it on and he's the third Bill in that movie. He's not the star. And it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. It was originally a Western. He kind of came in and beat a part of it. But it really, I'm going to go through and watch all those Elvis movies. I'm so excited for this movie. He's my favorite artist of all time. And, man... Um, and if you're talking about the the classic, you know, underdog story, Elvis, is, he came from nothing. He became one of the most influential artists of all time. Um, he is my favorite artist of all time. And, and obviously his legacy still lives on today. So anyone that's going to come into uh, that role, Austin Butler is playing Elvis. Yeah. It's got a lot of pressure attached to it. And the world, the worlds and, uh, you know, the... The costume design and the production values that Baz Luhrmann, who's directing this movie, brings into any project that he does, he really, you know, immerses you into that world. And I think that that is a really good fit for Elvis. He has a really unique style and he changes his style per film, Baz Luhrmann. I think he can really hone in um, to what made Elvis such a superstar and what people remember about, you know, the, the craze that was Elvis. Girls went crazy around him. You had... Um, you know, guys wanted to make their hair like Elvis. He was such a pop culture icon and still is to this day that, I mean, the possibilities for this movie are endless. You can go through his dark times and I hope they do do that. Go through um, him to the army, to him getting unmotivated because he wanted to be a serious actor making those movies. Obviously, you cover his stardom. You can cover his downfall due to the pills and, um, you know, but the main, the main piece for me and his divorce with Priscilla and stuff like that, but the main piece for me is... Uh, Tom Hanks as the Colonel because Colonel Tom Parker was not a good person and and the reason why Elvis never toured overseas was because he was an he was illegal he was not a U.S. citizen so he went to the border he was worried that he's going to get arrested so he really limited Elvis's career Elvis signed deals for movies he would get fifty percent of the profit um, he would so when Elvis after the sixty uh, eight comeback special which is one of the best concerts of all time and it made it it was huge on TV won the highest rated TV 
programs of all time. He had a residency in Las Vegas. The Colonel booked Elvis for, I think, 170 shows in six months. He was doing multiple shows a night. And that really led to the downfall of Elvis. So I hope... I mean, Tom Hanks is such a likable guy. One of my favourite actors of all time. I, wanna, yeah, I, I hope they get him, into that dark side. I want to yeah. see him be like a bad guy. Yes, yeah. yes. And this movie has the potential to do yeah. that. It was filmed in Australia up in the Gold Coast. It's got so That's many... That's where Tom Hanks got COVID. COVID. Yes, <laughs> at the start of the world. Yep. Um, so many good Aussie ta- talents. And even people like David Wenham is yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for the supporting cast and what they're going to do. And then obviously you've got the concert feel. What songs are they going to put in? He's got so many iconic songs. I'm going to be there first day. I'm going to see it several times. Not letters, not allowed to see the movie without me. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm very excited. It's one of the most excited movies um, of my life because I, it's just had a massive influence on my life. And um, my dad kind of got me into Elvis. He's a diehard fan himself. So I'm going to love going to the cinemas and seeing this movie on first on the first day. And it's a very personal movie for me. And um, obviously that's why it's my number one. So Awesome. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see what Basil Lerman does because he has a good... Um, I think I mentioned last year when we had when we were doing this. Was, I think Moulin Rouge is the only one of his movies I saw that has a very unique style. Yes, have you seen Gatsby? Very no, no. Gatsby's a great. You'd probably enjoy that. It's a very good mm, movie. Yeah. Um, Something I got to get to. Yep. No letter. Um, on your list. Was your number? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty keen for this. I really love Baz Luhrmann. I've seen most of his movies that he's done. Um, my excitement make you more excited. I mean, I'm a big so fan of Elvis. Yeah. I love Elvis. I grew up on Elvis as well. My dad was always a massive fan. I've watched a lot of his movies. I've listened to all of his music. I went to Graceland when I was in America. Um, so I'm a massive Elvis fan as well. I'm just very interested to see how they handle the Elvis Priscilla situation since she was 14 when they got together. And I mean, it's different. They didn't. Really, they, they yeah, but it's still a little yeah. bit messed up because he literally chased her. When she was, yeah. So it's very interesting to see how they handle that situation, and we'll see what Baz Luhrmann does there. But um, yeah. So that's that's the one thing I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know how that's gonna go, but we'll see. But um, we'll talk more about that off air because yeah. I think yeah, there wasn't <laughs> yeah yeah I let's just, the relationship wasn't romantic for a few like romantic romantic for a few years. So I'll it's, say that. And, yeah, but it's still you know. very. And again, different times. It was the six, it was the fifties, sixties. I know, so I, I know, yeah, but yeah, I'm very keen. Yeah. I I Long love. I have ago. a lot of um, love for Elvis and and yeah, like I just feel like he's one of those stars that kind of got really screwed over by fame. So yes, yeah. Well, so it'll be interesting to see yeah. how they go, and I really hope. I kind of hope they go more of the Rocket Man. Pass well, so rather well, than the, the Bohemian Rhapsody part. The brief 20 yeah. second teaser that Baz Luhrmann yeah. released. It's yeah. got him in the 68 gear. It's got yeah. him in Vegas. It seems like it's definitely going to yeah. still so, tackle some serious stuff, but have that I really hope build. they do that because Bohemian Rhapsody really missed a mark with going tackling the darker stuff there. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my number one. Do your chores. Um, all right. This is probably a movie, again, that no one's ever heard of. So my number one is... Disappointment Boulevard. I was actually going to call that was going to be your number one. By um, Ari Aster. Yep. This is very nearly on my list, except I didn't realise it came out this year until yeah. recently. Uh, so this is another one that's apparently getting released on Apple TV. Uh, it is a four-hour horror comedy starring Joaquin Phoenix. And it's obviously directed by Ari Aster, director of Midsommar and Hereditary. Uh, <laughs> 
I think that Midsommar is wonderful and Hereditary is probably my favourite horror movie of all time. It's one of my least favourite horror movies of all time, but continue. I adore Hereditary. I think Mm -hmm. it is wonderful. Uh, But yeah, basically, um, Ari Aster, I'm very interested to see what he does with this. It's a very big project, obviously, being four hours long. I was going to say, you better be able to keep my attention for four hours because... I mean, the Irishman I had to watch in parts. It better be uh, interesting I, enough to... I feel like he'll be up. If, if anyone like, can do it, he, like, yeah. Ariasta can. If you didn't like Hereditary, I just yeah. wouldn't bother watching it, yeah, if I'm exactly, honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it just says, uh, an intimate, decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. Um, yeah. It's it's a Joaquin Phoenix movie directed by Ari Aster. That is really what I was just blown away by Midsummer. The fact that it is a horror movie that isn't really what I don't really care about. That uh, the masterpiece in my yeah. opinion that I think it is. But yeah, um, really, I don't like Poor Things and The Northman were close, but. This was always going to be my number one. Seems like a very personal choice for sure. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. this would probably be Aaron's number one movie of the year as well. I didn't um, know until you, when you said the horror movie. Aaron and I have yeah, the exact same yeah. top three horror movies of all time: Under the Skin, The Thing, and Hereditary. Yeah. In that exact order. <laughs> um. So I'd heard about this movie from him. I yeah. didn't realize it was coming out this year. Yeah. Otherwise, I probably that probably it probably would have been on my list as well. It Has wasn't it? until you mentioned yeah. the other Joaquin Phoenix movie, and I thought this was also coming oh, out this year. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I thought this was next year. It hasn't been given a um, date yet, but it is yeah. in post production. Yeah. So I'm assuming that it will be coming out. Yeah. And it's supposedly you do have the option of watching it in four parts rather than watching mm. it for four hours. It'd be very interesting and the fact that it's a comedy like a horror comedy as well yeah, that's what I, I feel like that's such a unique yeah it's take for him cause, yeah because um obviously like you watch like um a sam raimi horror movie or a wes craven horror movie and they're packed full yeah. of like comedic moments well even james wan can james do yeah, yeah like a bit of hor- like yeah. horror comedy Whereas, but yeah hereditary and midsummer i did not laugh once yeah they were very um messed up (laughs) messed up and like yeah just like um personal like dealing with like mental health yeah stuff like that yeah so it's gonna be very interesting and but i didn't realize it was coming out on apple tv so it's gonna be a big thing where i feel like Make it a bit harder for people to watch oh, when there's a lot of people who love Midsummer and Hereditary, so yeah. that'll be interesting. Yeah, exactly. See how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, four hours for any movie you push yeah. for me, you've really got to catch my oh, attention. Yeah. That's not a criticism on, on um, the director. I mean, oh, I, I mean, didn't like Hereditary. I mean, I'll watch it for a, four hours. I've only seen one um, of these movies, so I don't comment that. again yeah. just because I don't like one of these movies. Doesn't mean I'm not going to like any of the other ones. Yeah, but exactly. um, yeah, four hours is a is a one up. Yeah, as Jane Foster. Yeah, as, as Thor. Thor. Yeah, as Thor. Um, so yeah. that's going to be very interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Um, I'm very but, excited for that because that oh. was, was a good turn in the comics. Yeah. Uh, Thor Odinstein becomes unworthy. 
which we kind of see that in Endgame. He's kind of yeah, going for a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a real possibility at the end of this movie, he's going to have no powers and Jane Foster's going to be the Thor moving oh, forward. For the meantime, I think Chris Hemsworth will stick around. Yeah. But I think oh, he definitely will. There's no way. He's freaking obsessed he with being no in Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> let's be honest. All these other movies are flops. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I'm excited for Jane Foster, Tiger's yeah. style. Well, I uh, mean, he... she literally was done with Marvel yeah. until Tyker. Yes. So it's very exciting to see what's going to happen here. What else is going to be interesting? No Loki, no Asgard. Mm. It's kind of unknown territory. Uh, obviously, Asgard gets destroyed at the end of Ragnarok, but it's yeah. kind of unknown territory yep. for the character. He can obviously get a lot more, you know, uh, galaxy-wide in terms of what the Guardians are there, yeah. kind of different planets. Well, I think maybe that's the reason why Jane Foster will become Thor. Maybe, like, no, he will go to... Who needs Asgard to... when you've got new Asgard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Doc. Um, <laughs> um, I think we're going to see him get back in shape to try to claim his worthiness. Yeah. I think there's a lot of humour that's going to be in this movie. And, oh, I um, mean, like, Taika Waititi is, like... Honestly, up there with one of my favourite ever directors. Nice. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. And I'm very excited to see what he does with this movie, which is why it's my number one. I just uh, cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be a great movie. I just hope... Um, because the humour's great, but what yeah. Ragnarok... What, really, in the heart of Ragnarok, you've got uh, a great story with Hela, who's one of the most underrated villains in the MCU. Yeah. I just hope that... Again, I like Guardians 2 fine, but I hope that it doesn't have that balance where the humour overtakes the story. I hope it's I hope it's a yeah. solid foundation. I don't think it that's, will though. That's something I don't that think... you and I disagree with. Yeah, I thought the villain in Guardians Two was great. I, that villain's not really had a problem. It. And I, I mean, overall, I, I loved that movie. So uh, yeah, no, nah, I think that the I, first one's superior in every way. So I really like Guardians Two. It's not as good as number one. No, I but, just think um, there's not a through line. But I think it's all Star Lord. But I mean, if you've watched anything else, like because I'm a big fan of Tiger, I've seen I've seen everything that he's done. Um, so I feel like he does do I'm the sure balance of humour and sure. drama very like sure very he will, well. He has to be careful, not because because one something like like Gun in Guardians and, and Gun's very talented director at what he does, but once it became so popular that movie yeah. and everybody got a hold of it, that's when the humour got raised in the sequel. Whether yeah. you like the sequel or not, you got to admit the humour yeah. got raised to eleven yeah. in the sequel, well, um, and it could yeah, be the same. Either, I hope but it, then I hope you see him not. do Peacemaker and he's back to where he's sort of meant to be. Which is good. I think doing Jojo Rabbit like yeah. afterwards as yep. well because that has like that's a funny it's, movie, but yeah, it also but it's has very dark very undertones. Yeah, we'll yeah, keep it on track. Yeah. yeah, that's my only kind of concern going into it. But I'm very excited for for Love and Thunder for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our top 22 most anticipated movies for 2022. What a marathon uh, that was. We're not going to re our, our top 22 movies, but we'll uh, post them. I hope you guys enjoyed Just rewatch. Do re-listen and get the views up, people. If you want to, yeah, you want to hear it again. Yes. We've got a very so mixed few, I think, we but do. very yes. good. I've kind of leaned more towards blockbuster movies I've known more about. I think Nolan is more of a mix, and Doopy really, um, you know, illustrated a lot of movies that people mm. necessarily might yeah. not have heard of. So I know you're just excited for Red Rocket now. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> I know I still have export star. Yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. Yeah. who's in love with a chick who works at a donut shop. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Um, <laughs> all right. Swayzel wins best picture. It probably will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
But on that note, I hope uh, that 2022 is uh, an improvement over 2021 in cinemas. I mean, yeah, we're slowly getting back to the normal. It seems so a lot more normal this let's, year. Let's keep getting there. No letter sign and off. Anything you got to say? Um, I'm just very excited to watch a lot of movies this year. Hopefully it's, yeah, as you said, a lot better, which it looks like it. Doopy, thanks for being on the show again. I'm sure we'll see you in Academy Awards season. Yes. Um, hope you enjoy all those movies you're going to be seeing in the coming weeks. I shall. Very right. much so. Thanks for being on the show. We'll see you guys next time on an episode that's not as long on what have we been watching. See